This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, March the 10th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Thursday my name's Homer Lopez, and I welcome you. You are all so kind for joining us every day at 9 a.m. Arizona time. Hey, what do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. It's as simple as calling one 800 Today, the lovely Sarah is here to take your calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order. If you'd like, check us out online www.allamericangold.com. Not only can you order the products online, but you can take a look at the news to disturb the comfortable. That information is put together and brought to you by the CEO and owner of the Patriot Trading Group. He's the man behind the scenes who does all the research and work to make sure you're in the know. And his name's Joe Jaquin. Buddy, how are you today? I'm feeling better today. I, I was informed through my sources that I may have been in a a bad mood the last few days. Yeah, colder, you know, but yeah, or whatever the weather, too, and yeah. you know, dealing with bankers. I like to just call that another week with Joe. <laughs> so today, nothing but blue skies and sunshine coming out of me. Uh, you know, just a quick follow up from yesterday. We did get approval. Oh, your bank took care of you, huh? Oh, they were in here, boy. Were they you so? You think they listened to the so show yesterday? Nice to me yesterday. Did you? Did they listen to the show? Did you ask? You know, them? I didn't ask. I didn't ask because weren't they here about thirty <laughs> minutes after the show? About an hour. About an hour after they were right in here, lickety split, and uh, really is amazing. You know, this is just how it is. And one of the things that they shared with me was this was probably one of the fastest approvals that they've had for these new anti-money laundering companies. Uh, And then, you know what, the one thing, you know, is funny that I didn't think about, you know who else has trouble? Jewelry stores. If you want to open a jewelry store, you're going to have all kinds of problems. Anybody that deals in gems, uh, diamonds, obviously we know pawn shops, check cashing companies, and uh, they wouldn't name names. But they did say that they have refused quite a few of these businesses. It's an interesting thing because one of the things I know and I heard through the thin walls that we have here when the banker came yesterday was uh, you relieved some of the pressure that you had put on him the previous day because you realized that, hey, listen, I get it. You didn't write the rules. You're not a corporate guy. You're a manager. Not like I was talking to the... No, 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 no. But he felt a little bit of your wrath the day before on the phone. You're saying that I was harsh with him. Hey, listen, man. Am I saying you're harsh? I mean, you were just (laughs) double... Listen, he was getting a dose of the double. I was doing a radio show on That's right. You kind of did. And and I'll just tell you, you kind of told him, listen, I know it's not your fault. You're just a soldier out here marching for them you know they're the corporate people that set the rules you're just a person trying to you know land clients he's like all of you guys he's like everybody else he's probably living paycheck to paycheck Joe Schmuckatelli living paycheck to paycheck I've got to make this guy happy so I can do my job you know and so you know he came through for you 
So there you go. So anyway, uh, enough about that. We, we, we have, uh, hopefully, and Ramon's working on it right now. I think we're going to be able to do it. Pierre Lassant. Now, nobody knows. Has... Did you say Pierre Croissant? Lassant. Lassant. Yes, I was, that was my I'm hungry. My I want to croissant. Oui, oui, monsieur. He, his company is probably the reason that Glencore, who is, uh, uh, those of you that don't know, almost went bankrupt. They're the largest commodities company in the world. Uh, but he was the one that was able to uh, finance their needs to get them through. Uh, he was out. He did an interview the other day, and we're going to play the the interview for you. And you really are not going to want to miss it. This guy is a legend uh, in the gold industry, and uh, has made his fortune in it. And seems to know when the bottoms are. Seems to know when the tops are. Seems to know how to buy and sell at all the right times, uh, extremely bullish on current factors, and he really gives one reason for it, negative interest rates. Uh, This morning, in case you missed it, the ECB had their central bank meeting, you know, kind of like we got ours next week, and I'll I'll just tell you, you know, gold's up. Uh, double digits this morning, $1,267, to the ounce. And they use the the word bazooka now to describe what the ECB did this morning. They went deeper into negative rates. Uh, The money and investing section of the Wall Street Journal this morning was showing the list of countries, and now I guess they're going to have to make it bigger. But they, you know, Japan, Switzerland, Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, France, Sweden, Denmark, Italy, Spain, all of these countries with with negative interest rates. Uh, The ECB this morning going now negative four-tenths of one percent on their interest rate. So you are going to start paying for the right, the privilege. Put your money in there? For you to lend money to the European Central Bank. Here's the best part. For years and years and years, all as you ever heard from the, the 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 guys that get paraded out on TV, all you ever heard from the pinstripe bandits of why you didn't want to own gold. Gold doesn't pay interest. <laughs> now what are they saying? Right? Hey! Bonds don't pay interest. You should buy those. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't want to miss the next segment. We'll be back right after the break. Double chain the love. We're trying to protect you from the fuzz. Of course, the fuzz coming out of the central bank's all over the world and while well, Mario Draghi this morning comes out we, we, we were anticipating the lower rate the ne- farther into negative territory 
So now you have even more bonds, you know, the shorter durations, the the, the three-month, the six-month, the one-years, now the two-years, the five-years, and are we possibly going to see uh, even stuff like German 10-year notes go negative and, and you starting to have to pay for the privilege to loan money uh, to, <laughs> to these central banks? It's really astonishing. Of course, that's got gold on the move. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's an interesting time. And I and I you can understand it. People are you, a lot of you out there are a little confused. You're like, hey, it's already up twenty percent. Talking about gold, you know, it's up twenty percent. That's a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Right, that's, that's a, a lot. It is. I get it. But you just have to understand because of all of the manipulation. This is the new normal now. We saw it in iron ore earlier this week. It went up 19% in one day. Of course, I mean, it goes down 19% in a day. All of these things we are going to to start seeing. And this is the thing, and I've been saying it and saying it and saying it, to try to get you all to be prepared and understand. They forced all the money to go into certain areas and so once it starts to go it's like a mass exit you know it's like someone yelling fire in a movie theater and everyone's running for the exit all at once this is just the start of the next wave of the bull market in gold you know i i'm i'm i've been confident about what my numbers have been telling me when you look at supply and demand right all of those things are are very very bullish when it comes to that and then you start looking at all the technical stuff and all the trading stuff because all this stuff's done by computer but we're in this new world now this new negative interest rate world this changes the entire game. Ramon, let's play the first part of Pierre Lassan, uh, and you're not, pay attention, because it's critical what he has to say. Of the biggest names in the mining industry are gathered in Toronto for PDAC. The gathering comes in the midst of a rally that has seen gold prices push nearly 20% higher since the beginning of this year, yet just alone. The question, of course, for so many people is, is the rally actually sustainable? So let's hear from an industry veteran whether or not this is enough to change the mood amid a downturn in the industry. Pierre Lasson is joining us now. He's the co-founder and chair at Franco Nevada. Good to be with you. Pleasure to be here. Pierre, I think a lot of people are really wondering whether or not um, what we're seeing, this, this rally in commodities, let alone gold, uh, is in fact sustainable. What, what's your view right now? Um, I think there's uh, two different uh, rallies. Uh, one, uh, for gold, I do believe it is sustainable. I think that the five-year bear market in gold is over, hmm. and uh, we're at the beginning of a new bull market. And I'm uh, very, very uh, sure about that one. Why? Um, because of NERP, negative interest rate policy. 
when you start to look at uh, $7 trillion of debt now carry negative interest rate, um, people are now looking at, well, what are my alternatives? Okay, you can uh, put your money, for example, if you're a German, in 10-year German bond, every year the government will confiscate six-tenths of a percent uh, to have your money with them. Or you can buy a kilobar mm-hmm. um, and, uh, or buy a few, I mean, you know, and uh, put it in your safety deposit box and in 10 years' time, your odds are a heck of a lot better that it's going to be worth more uh, than, if, you know, for sure, the government guarantees you you're going to lose 6% over the terms of the, uh, the bond. Mm-hmm. And so negative interest rate carries an enormous cost, in my mind, uh, for the general public. And that cost, I think, is going to be transferred to near money, which is gold. So it's very, very positive for gold. Is it only because gold is perceived as near money or the next best thing? perhaps to the U.S. dollar, that that's why we're going to be in a bull market? I'm, I'm just wondering if there's not more reasons, because that to me seems like a very old reason. Uh, well, it's not that old, because don't forget that the biggest knock on gold for the longest of time is that, you know, it, it doesn't carry, uh, it, it, you have to pay to carry it, sort of thing. It has a negative carry. Mm-hmm. Well, now, even bonds have negative carry. So, when you look in, the, in that light, you know, now it becomes, uh, well, if I look 10 years out, what would I rather own? A government bond where they're going to confiscate for sure 6% at the end, or I can buy gold, it doesn't cost me anything to carry, and then in 10 years' time it may be worth a, a mm-hmm. factor of that. Pierre, are you assuming in your assumption that uh, that we will in fact see negative interest rates in the United States? That's the big question. And uh, the other the other factor I think that is helping gold is the, the talk about uh, uh, certainly in Europe about eliminating like the 500 uh, euro bill and then in the U.S. the 100 dollar bill. The, the more um, you see government talking about, um, you know, if you want. Uh, eliminating paper money and going to electronic money, the more people will look at alternatives. Okay. And gold is the anti-dollar. You're absolutely right. It is a what it, if the dollar is on a roll, gold is going to be rolling downhill. But you know, uh, when the dollar finally turns, it's gold is moving up. And if you look at gold today, it's moving up in every single currency, every single currency, and that's the definition of a bull market. You know, when you sit there and you think about. Uh, the comments there by Pierre. We'll pick up the rest of his comments here in a minute. First of all, obviously, the lady interviewing him, not the sharpest tool in the shed. Negative interest rates. This is all brand new. That seems like an old argument. I don't know what that comment was, but neither here nor there when you think about what it is that has changed in this marketplace because really gold has been rallying in Australian dollars Canadian and the loony you know gold's like seventeen hundred dollars in 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 Canada today right we know it's been rallying in yen it's been rallying in in renimbi it's been rallying in euro terms uh, pound sterling has been a huge rally. And we're the last in this because the dollar had been gaining all of that momentum. You know, we're, oh, we're going to be raising rates and blah, blah, blah. And now we've kind of seen the dollar rally fizzle, and now here comes gold. Right? And we're just catching up to where the rest of the world has already been. 
And then you start looking at Mario Draghi's comments. You look at the comments coming out of Japan. You look at the data coming out of China. Deflation. Matter of fact, in the Eurozone, they are predi- they, they say 2016 there's going to be none. And deflation is looks like it's coming and coming very, very quickly. And, and of course, you know, when you look at the pattern, we're going to be the last one to get it, right? It's sweeping everywhere, and you saw gold rallying in all of these currencies well before, and now they're in the, their deflationary cycles, and it looks like that could be next uh, coming up for us. And Pierre makes an incredibly astute observation. When it comes to, okay, what's next? We've seen the 20%. What's next? Ramon, let's finish with what Pierre had to say. Pierre, last question, but as it relates to we're in a bull market for gold, where do you see the price going? You know what? Um, I have another chart that I show, and it's the gold. uh, It's the Dow Jones Industrial Average divided by the gold price. And uh, it's really, when you think about it, it's the relationship between financial assets and hard asset, being gold. And that chart over 100 years, it clearly shows that there are times to own gold Mm -hmm. and there are times to own financial assets, just like the general market. Uh, So from 1980 to 2000, for example, you really wanted to be in the stock market, okay? And then from 2001, when gold was at the bottom at 250, to 1800, it clearly showed that you should have owned gold, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, that chart, believe it or not, at the uh, peak of the gold cycle, it goes one to one. So in 1980, gold was $800, the Dow was 800. In 1934, gold was 36, the Dow was 37. So where's the Dow today? I'll check. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. 16,000. Yeah. Okay. 17, yeah. Now, so do I know that it's going to go back to -to one-to-one? I don't know. But if history is, you know, a bit of a lesson, even if it goes to -to two-to-one, that's 8,000. Okay. Um, I'm slightly optimistic. That's very optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) Pierre, great to be with you. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much. Well, there's a man who has put his money where his mouth is. Like I said, uh, the one guy, he has been buying all of the gold assets from all of these distressed companies uh, all over the world. And uh, I'll have Ramon put that interview, the whole, we cut out the the mining part with where he helped Glencore and a bunch of other mines. I'll have Ramon put that on the website tomorrow so you can listen to the whole thing. There's about five minutes of, of who he's bought all the mines that he's bought, all the gold production that he's bought. I think you're going to have to disregard that interviewer because he seemed a bit bit clueless. But but neither here nor there. Think about what he said. Gold in the Dow always come back into balance. Talked about after gold confiscation that the Dow in gold essentially went to parity in 1934. From 1934 to 1980, 
They came back into parity. Took 46 years. Gold, remember now, gold hit $800. The Dow hit was 800 points. That was in 1980. You'll recall earlier this week I told you that this has been the best start of a year for gold since 1974. Now you start putting parallels together. Now, the 70s, what was the monster we were fighting? That monster was inflation. And based upon what we're witnessing in the world today, now, in the 30s and 34, what monster were we fighting? We were fighting deflation. Then in the 80s, you know, in the 70s up to 1980, we were fighting inflation. Now all of a sudden, I mean, is it coincidence? I mean, you think about all the years from 1974 to this year. Think about the rallies gold has had. I mean, gold went all the way down to $250. Went all the way to $1,900. But never had a start that compared to the 70s until this year. So it's been 36 years since gold and the Dow went one to one. And if you think about it, if this was 1974 again, roughly what, in six more years? That would put it at 42 years. The last one took 46 years. Oh, sounds like good enough for government work. It's all blue skies. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. I got a couple of quick announcements. Uh, number one, Sharky, if you're listening, your product's here. Uh, give us a call, come and get it. Once again, uh, uh, somehow we never take your phone number, but your product's here just to let you know. Number two, all of our customers up on the front range. Daylight savings apparently is this weekend. We live in Arizona. We don't know, but 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 Michael just called. I think we go to ten o'clock starting next week. So right now uh, we're on the same time as Colorado. So the show starts at nine. Uh, for here in Phoenix, obviously no change. But starting next week. If you turn on the American Freedom Network at 9, you will not hear us. We'll be on at 10. Uh, so uh, hopefully that helps everybody. And uh, I don't know, changing the clocks. I don't think I could live where a place they do it. It's so nice here not to have to do that. So it, it, it's perfect for me. Uh, so, But getting back, think, start thinking about. Start connecting the dots. Remember, what was it, November-ish? And Peter Schiff, and we were talking about golds on the launching pad. And then I, was, I did uh, 
the Elliott Wave guy, Avi Galbraith, telling everybody, hey, this is about it, right? Didn't know exactly where the bottom was going to be, but knew it was coming, and then get ready for the big run. You know, this first little run, you know, the 250 to the 1900, that was the little run, right? And now you start looking up Pierre Lassan. I mean, this guy doesn't come out and make a lot of comments, number one, at all. But then, you know, you start thinking about what he had to say. You know? History repeats itself. 1930s. And then, you know, we'll just take Ben Bernanke's word on it. Deflation. It was the horror that was the 30s, and the problem was gold. It was such a problem that they took it, because that was the money. Right? Gold was the money. Now look at today. What are they looking? Here we are fighting deflation again. What's the money today, Homer? Cash? Federal Reserve notes? Right? Euro notes? Right? Isn't that the money? Do they matter of fact? They, haven't they changed the colors of the money? Right now you got the, the blue money? I think if uh, I recall, every time I go and use the purchase of a 20 to to $100 bill, they have to hold it up to a skylight to figure out what the money is. <laughs> that is the best. That is funny. Even... Even like a $20 bill. $20 bill has a line through it now. <laughs> what is this? And now what are they talking about? Right? What are they talking about? Wait a minute. You want to put cash in a bank? Oh, we need to see some ID. I mean, who? whoa, who are you? Right? They're getting you ready. Well, then just coincidentally, all of a sudden, gold's having the best year since 1974? The last time? Gold went on the run to catch the Dow? So you sit there and you start thinking about Mario Draghi today. Not only did they go farther into negative rates, he wasn't done. The ECB has been buying $60 billion worth of debt every month. Draghi said that's not enough. Now we need to buy $80 billion a month, which is essentially just under a trillion dollars a year. As they blow up their balance sheet. Right, you think about what we did. We blew up our balance sheet to four and a half trillion. The Eurozone, they're going to lap that, make that look like child's play. Think about all the things I warned you about. Banks really struggle to make money this way. We already know the Eurozone banks are in bad condition. They just are. 
the Italian banks, the Spanish banks, the Portuguese banks. You know, that little problem in Greece, we ain't heard the last of that. Before the year's out, you're going to see another explosion there. All of these things are pointing to the same issue. Listen, and we can... I mean, we can be upset about it, and and a lot of times I do, and I get on my high horse, and I'm frustrated, and I'm angry. But I'm not going to be that today. I mean, it is what it is. Right? And and all the signs are there. Right? What is it? If it acts like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Right? Same thing here. And you've got one of two choices, really. You can either prepare for it or, or put your head in the stand. That's it. That's all. They're the only two options. The one great thing, the one great thing, and why I'm so bullish on gold is because I, I'm counting on these central bankers to double down, triple down. You know, we, we've, we've got a golf buddy. We we call him Big Paul because he's big. You know, he's like six seven. He's a big guy, and and uh, you know he 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 likes to to wager. The problem is he's not a very good golfer, and it always happens that halfway through the round he's already lost the bet. And what does he want to do, Homer? What does he want to do? Press. Want to double down. Want to double down? Want to double down? At the end of the day, he's just handing out money, right? Our central bankers—they play golf like Big Paul. They're not very good at it. I mean, that's just the reality. Look at every projection they've ever had. Projections about growth. Projection. Projections about inflation and, and debt and all they they're never close. And now we're starting to start you know what we're starting to see all of these things line up. I think gold's left the launching pad. Here's the great thing yet. We haven't gotten into orbit yet, but we're on our way. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Think about this. If you had a friend who was a really bad gambler, would you loan them money? How about a friend? Maybe it's a relative. You know the one that always seems to need to borrow money? And so, you know, the first few times, you know, you do it, right? Yeah, sure. First few times you do it, and then after a while you're like, eh, nah, dude, don't ask me for any more money, because every time I give you, I never get it back, right? And eventually, you want to stop giving them the money. It's for their own good. Right, right, right. For their own good and for your, you know, your wife's sanity, your sanity. I was one of those guys. I lent a lot of friends money. My wife used to get mad. Now I don't do it anymore. You know, it's self-preservation. Right, honey? 
But see, when we're dealing with the Federal Reserve, they don't ask. They just take it. They just do it. And we know they're bad gamblers. We know that they really don't know what they're talking about. Like I said, you know what? Here's the best part, right? You just go back and look at all the crap they've said. That didn't happen, right? Ben Bernanke, oh, no, everything's fine. Subprime housing, it's contained. A little private, it's going to be great. Maybe a little fraud, but it's fine. Right? Next thing, a financial crisis. No one saw it. We saw it. It's, and now Janet Yellen. Let me tell you, this is how bad it really is. And we just don't know it yet. Not only should we have not have raised rates in December, we should have already started QE4. Should have already have happened. That's how far behind we are. You know, I think back to 1937. Right, according to Ben Bernanke, uh, yeah, the Federal Reserve screwed it up then. Because they, they thought things were better. They started raising interest rates, and we went right back down. <laughs> right, look at now. Same thing. It's the same thing. And you start looking at all the little signals that we've had. You know, from gold being on the launching pad, uh, the Elliott Wave saying, listen, it's going to be a 20-year bull run. Now you got Pierre Lassan saying, hey, you know, I'm no expert, but uh, if you're going to ask me, yeah, I'm, uh, well, I don't know his exact word, I can't remember, some super ridiculously confident, yeah, the bull market in gold is here. And oh, by the way, no, 1934, 1980, yeah, 8,000, maybe higher. And, and and let's face facts. You know, you start putting timelines together. The last 1934, 46 years later, we went from fighting deflation and went to one-to-one. Took us 46 years, and we were in the throes of hyperinflation when it went to one-to-one. We're starting, this is the 36th year. Boy, and it's already looking like what? Deflation is coming again. Or maybe, you know what? Let's mix it up. Because we've already had deflation, inflation, maybe it's stagflation. And gold's acting like it's 1974 again. You know, I'm like, okay, six years from now. That would be 42 years, 6 to 10 years. Is it going to be one-to-one again? And it's funny. Then you start thinking about some of these these guys like, like Gilbreth that made that call. Right? That's what he said. Hey, as soon as this last bottom thing is over, gold's entering into the new wave, and it's going to be a long wave. It's going to be a long wave. And he talked about prices of 25000 which seems ridiculous. 
Is it really that ridiculous? I mean, whether it's 25,000 or 8,000, wherever it is, one-to-one's going to be there. And this is what we got to look forward to. And really, here's the best part. You're placing a a hedge, a bet, insurance, whatever you want to call it, you're making that wager against somebody you know is a bad player. Right? We know the Federal Reserve is a bad player. The only thing is, is they don't ask. They just take our money. Now you start looking. You look at Japan, Switzerland, Germany, the Netherlands, Belgium, France, Sweden, Denmark, Italy, Spain. list is growing. All of these countries, you now have to pay them to loan money. To loan, well, to, for you, for, to allow them to borrow your money. And you think about all of the people. And I remember the first five or six years I was in this, and the first five years I knew Eric, so the first ten years that I even really thought about gold, that's all anybody ever said. Why would you want to own gold? It doesn't pay interest. Why would anybody want to own a bond knowing that they're going to charge you for it? think gold's a better bet. Now, we're not all Pierre Lasson. Can't all buy kilo bars, but, you know, he's in a different tax bracket than we are. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Thursday. Happy day. I'm feeling better. The banks decided they do love us. The Dow uh, Dow's down a hundred points. Uh, of course, the EBC, the ECB's bazooka, their deflation bazooka was fired today. Further into negative territory on rates. Uh, crude oil, by the way, this may the rally may be over. The rally may be over uh, as the news is breaking that this big meat. Uh, they're supposed to have this. And I'm saying they, uh, OPEC and Russia, they're supposed to have this big "we're going to freeze" meeting talks on the 20th of March. <laughs> Apparently, the Iranians said we're not coming. The Russians said we're not coming. The Kuwaitis said if nobody's coming, we're going to print every or or uh, produce every barrel of oil we possibly can. Uh, crude oil under pressure today as well. Um, gold, on the other hand, up eleven twelve hundred and sixty eight dollars twelve hundred sixty eight dollars in change. Uh, well, let's call it twelve sixty nine. Up eleven and a half at twelve hundred sixty nine dollars. Uh, silver's up eighteen cents, fifteen dollars and fifty five cents. I've got. Listen, I'm in a great mood. I'm going to give you. I'm going to everybody the opportunity. To, to buy gold, not only am I pretending that today didn't happen, I'm acting like the last $40 didn't happen. U.S. $20 gold pieces, 1395 You heard it right, 13 
95 until I'm out of them. And I'll tell you right now, we should be out of them real soon at that type of pricing. You're looking at, uh, you know, gold essentially uh, $1,270, buying a, a $20 gold piece, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, non-confiscatable, you know, collectible, the type of stuff you want to own at $1,395. That's cheaper than I'll sell you a gold eagle for. If you buy 10 or more, we'll also throw in the shipping. So you can save another 35 bucks at 800 951 Those of you that were looking, some of you were buying the dimes. I have 20 rolls of dimes left the whole out of all that we had yesterday. I'm just selling them by the roll. They're at $75 a roll. And just so you know, shipping-wise, we are all caught up. So we're ready. We're ready for you guys. Uh, everything that was, I think, all the way through, like, last week has all been shipped and out of here. Uh, so we're ready to go take advantage of the price. Because not only is it important uh, for you to put some away, it's even better when you can buy it at that type of price. In U.S. $20 uh, gold pieces at 1300 and ninety-five dollars. I think we had it right. Gold was on the launching pad. It looks like we've left the launching pad, and, and a lot of people are saying we're gonna. It's gonna be a pretty high ride for gold. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody have a wonderful Thursday. We'll talk to you again soon.